0: Brian Nickers.
1: Bernard pulls the trigger. And This is a brand. Nickers is a brand.
2: Allen Houston. Nickers is going Once the neck, goal, it's the net. <laughs> Get it tested. up the three. will goal. Rebound. Rebound. Thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Nickish. You got your boys Mo, Nafi, and Faiz here. One day removed from the Knicks' fourth straight loss at the hands of the Toronto Raptors, which it feels like deja vu because I swear I said that six other times this past month, but whatever. It's fine. Now, even though the Knicks have been looking off this past week, you can look dope as hell rocking some Nickish ish wear. Uh, cop some gear today to wear out to your next Knicks game only on nick-ish.com. Now bringing in my guy, Nafi. What's going on, bro? I hope you're doing well after this morbid ass weekend for New York sports fans. But
1: how you doing? I, mean, I was gonna get to that, but like, just cause like the team is pitiful, don't mean you gotta be out here dressing pitiful. You know what I mean? Get that Nickish. You know what I mean? Just brighten up the just the existence of folks around you. You know what I mean? They see that Nickish pop. You know what I mean? Their day just brightened up real quick. Um, doing all right, but like as you alluded to, Mo, not not good. Just because like all right, but not good. You know what I mean? Just because the Giants lose to fucking Philly. The team I hate the most in the NFL, you know what I mean? So like it just stings, and like I was willing to say, you know, we're playing with house money this season, but nah, like this is what happens when you buy into hope. But yeah, here to talk about the Knicks, who you know, uh, <laughs> in a similar fashion, do that to us. How you doing, Faiz?
0: Honestly, I wasn't feeling too good, but after both of those like Nickish merch puns, like I'm, I'm feeling fired up, man. You guys, I'm not even gonna attempt to make one like that because both of your guys' ones were so smooth. I'm not trying to, trying to ruin it, <laughs> but um, like Nafi alluded to, you know, bad weekend for New York sports, especially for us Giants fans. But, man, it was so bad that it fucking traveled up north to Buffalo, too. Like, it, it took over everywhere, man. We just had a, a bad, bad Both weekend. All state of New York is just
1: in, in shambles, <laughs> basically. All right.
0: Sheesh, all all New York, like New York football is out of the playoffs. Frustrating as hell. And then Knicks on a four-game L streak. Ugh with a hard, tough schedule coming up. It's, it's, it's looking a little bleak for a little bit, guys.
1: <laughs> I just wish that, like, so, like, you know, Mo alluded to it that, like, the last time we recorded, in fact, that, like, we were coming off now against the Raptors. Same thing. But, like, I just wish that, like, the, it was a, a team that stirred more emotions in me. Like, if we had lost, like, Boston in, like, the back-to-back games like we just did, I'd probably come in with more energy and, like, anger. for Better content. But the Raptors are just meh. You know what I mean? Like, this is alluded to. Him. It's just like, what are you going to do? You know it's not I mean?
2: funny because the Raptors fans hate Nick Nurse as much as we dislike Tibbs. Like, they all me. they He's... all be shitting on Nick Nurse. OD. Like, after that game, they're like, yo, why is Pascal playing 45 minutes? Why is why is Van Vliet playing this number of minutes? Why are they not in the fourth course? It's, it's the same exact shit that we complain about. They're also complaining about it, but they seem they, they swept us this season. So, that's
0: no, we've got to win. We got to win against them. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to win earlier against them.
1: You sure,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm sure.
1: Is that preseason? No,
0: no, no. I'm sure. We beat year? them on the sixth, the January sixth. We beat them. I just oh, think it's
1: yeah. funny that okay, like, so they
2: won the series then. Okay, fine. We didn't get swept. He's they like the, the
1: Raptors fans, like whole like this uh, just hatred of Nick Nurse. Like it's just funny just because like he's one of the first names I mentioned when I'm just like, Yo, imagine if we had him instead of Tibbs. So, like <laughs> I feel like it's like a, there's like a hierarchy, obviously, of coaches and like you know, even the ones that are quote unquote better than Tibbs, the fan base bitches, but that doesn't mean we can't bitch about Tibs. Like, we're, we're in the treadmill, treadmill of mediocrity, basically. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we're mid of mid. And that's what this, like, we called it on the last episode. Like, we're going to probably see another losing streak. That's exactly what happened. So, not really much more we can say, I think, as far as this, like, this Raptors game, because I feel like it encapsulates what we've been talking about for, like, the last month.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say, though, the Knicks, the Knicks offense has still been finding ways to score. Like, we've been going over 100 points. It's just the defense is just not there. Like, last game against the Raptors, the Raptors managed to score 116. The game against the Hawks, 124. Like, especially, like, in, in a game where you're scoring 124, you'd think the Knicks defense, Tim's calling card, would be able to manage to keep another team less than 100 points. But, man, it, it's, it's been tough to watch the Knicks Swiss cheese defense as – as Clyde always calls it.
2: Yeah, and that's what happens when you don't have Mitchell Robinson, and it's it's still wild Fair to fact. me when people are down to trade away Mitch so fast. Like he's he's definitely not expendable. No way. I mean, to me, I, I think there's an argument to be made that he could possibly be the third most impactful player on the Knicks. And I think you know the fact of the matter it's is definitely. that we're some of our some of our stats uh, as far as league wise were were one of the top rebounding teams. You know, second chance points were up there, but. When Mitch is not playing, we're losing those we're losing those head-to-head matchups against other teams. The Hawks have more rebounds, the Raptors have more rebounds, more second chance points, and with the Raptors, I mean they're they're a fast break team. So with those second chance points, they're they're gunning it. They're they're out rebounding us. They're gunning it. And with the Knicks, obviously our guys are gassed out because we have a it feels like a seven man rotation, um, and we're just not we're just not keeping up. But no, nah, man, it's Mitchell Robinson. He's a crucial piece to this team being a a winning team if we ever can call ourselves that and yeah he's thoroughly missed
0: like I I would say before like before Jalen Brunson came about we would say that the 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 worst position for the Knicks has always been the point guard but if you really look at it right now it's the center because right after Mitchell Robinson it's Jericho Sims and Isaiah Hartenstein. and you know shout out to Jericho Sims he's a very serviceable guy for where we drafted him at but Isaiah Hardenstein minutes they can go. <laughs> it's the last thing I want to see. So losing Mitch in the rotation, it's it's tough to watch, especially with a coach who refuses to play Obi top in the minutes he deserves and, you know, uh, adjust with lineups that, that have like small ball lineups. We had tips coming out saying that he played Evan Fournier over Cam Reddish because of length, <laughs> like, because of size. That's why he, he'd rather have Evan 48 because of size. So. Maybe
1: it's length that the, the viewer can't measure with their eyes, if you get what Pause. I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't think no. Tibbs was positive. I think he was resuming. <laughs> I mean business was a booming. Anyway, no, nah, I feel you. It's just like it infuriates me because I feel like the Raptors game itself, the like what you're saying, going small or like like just getting Hartenstein out of the rotation. He's been a heart and shit stain on the on the minutes. That, that, you see that? Anyway. Um Basically, like we can't. Like I feel like against the Raptors, especially, like they play a lot of Pascal at the five too. You know what I mean? So I feel like having like Randall, or, like Obi at the five. I sound like a broken record. I, the fact that I keep saying I sound like a broken record is a broken record in itself. You know what I mean? We getting <laughs> meta with uh, with our like our pitiful like state right now. That's what Tibbs got us in.
2: <laughs> yeah, and like I know the past couple of past couple of episodes, especially during that winning season or winning streak that we had. Um, I know we were feeling a little bit better about Tibbs, and maybe, maybe I was drinking the Kool-Aid, but I want to give a quick shout out to our boy Kunal. Cause if he's been anything, he's been consistent with his takes on Tibbs, winning streak or not shout out to Kunal. He's been, he's been on tips, ass, no matter what he's a fuck it. You guys don't pause. see what's going on here. You have no idea. Oh uh, yeah. Pause. Um, <laughs> and he uh, he called it out, man. And I, I feel like we all knew it. We just didn't want to believe it, but I mean, how, like you say we're we're mediocre and we 100 percent are it's kind of crazy when you go from eight game winning streak to four game losing streak to another winning streak to another losing streak. Like that's that's unprecedented, that doesn't happen. Like it's usually two, one, one, two, some shit like that. But like these winning streaks, we're gonna look back at the series, and be like, Oh, remember that time we kept winning games and we kept losing games and kept winning it, and then Tibbs got fired, and then Randall got traded, and then everything turned around. That's that's gonna be it's this time, with boys. Blood pressure. that's, that's think what's happening. Not
1: it's just a wild swing. It's horrific for the blood pressure. I'll tell you that much. And that's just like, no matter how rational we think about the team, I'm, I still get wrapped up in the positive emotions when we do have those win streaks. That's the fucked up part. You know what I mean? I feel like I got taken advantage of by this team. But what are you going to do, right? Like, I, I will say, though, one, like, bright spot, just so I don't sound completely down and out, RJ been back on his good shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's definitely, like, not completely taken off or, like, like you know, putting the world on fire like he did when he, like, really took off in the second half of last season. But I feel like this is what – it's encouraging to see him just, like, get back on track and at least produce to the levels that, like, we'd ideally want to see. Like, he had a pretty good game against the Hawks that, in itself, I feel like, you know, that whole, like, our big three of Julius, Jalen, and RJ, they all look gassed. And that goes to the Tibbs factor once again, right? So I will say, yeah, shout-out to RJ, main thing right there. How y'all feeling about how he's playing?
0: Uh, You know, to your point about RJ, it's fantastic to see him uh, be successful, even despite the the losses and seeing him like shoot much better, like just, just get into the ebbs and flows of the game. Like, you know, we always complain about RJ early in the year, but seeing him in full stride right now, like you can depend on RJ to give you that 20 points that you need a few assists, the rebounds, make a few free throws and whatnot. But you know, us talking about Tibbs and giving him credit. The reason we gave him all that credit was because the games that we were winning, when we were on that winning streak, we were winning because of things that Tibbs is known for, like the defense, Winning games against the Cavs, like if you look at the winning streak, the other teams are scoring 81, 89, 102, 99. Like we're keeping teams to less than 105 points. That's how we're going to win games. But like we already knew our offense isn't what it's supposed to be, but if the defense can really buckle down – we can still we can outscore opponents with a guy like Jalen Brunson who could really orchestrate and run the offense. But like you guys to, said, uh, without it's Mitchell tough to Robinson, see that happening
1: without Mitch, like not, yeah, you know, it's,
0: it's tough. To Mitch. There. So yeah. I, I I don't want to fully like bash on Tibbs, but it's just like th- this is where the Tibbs doesn't earn his money. He, he doesn't get creative once there's a problem, and that's the problem of 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 having a coach like Tibbs because. You're always going to have to deal with injuries, especially a guy like Mitchell Robinson, who's been in and out due to fractured hand, fractured foot, you know, like little, little, like he's going to get banged up. He, he, he's a center, but you know, we need a coach who can adjust in those situations and, and figure it out. But I
2: play, play, record small. Indeed. Play, play small and like the cam situation. I get it. Fine. Maybe cam is kind of blackballed within the organization, or at least in the, in the coaching side, but what about Obi? I mean, he dropped what fourteen points in eleven minutes, and he does—he plays a couple of minutes in the fourth quarter, never to be seen from again. And it—it it doesn't make sense because he—he's you—you earned your minutes, right? How has Obi not earned those minutes, especially in a game like that where you need length, where you need athleticism to keep up with those Raptor guys? And Obi was doing it, and you know, Tibbs decided to go ahead with Evan, who isn't playing well, and you know. What what are the next couple of games that we have?
0: I know we play the Cavs okay, the as well. for sure. The Cavs and Boston
1: did, right after that. Like I so, think so, so stick Lakers. with me for a
2: second. This is gonna be a little different from what I've been saying all season. We got we got Mitch out for a couple of weeks. We got IQ who's injured. We don't know how long he's gonna be out for. And we got all these guys gassed oh, out and are, our rotations are we going tank at agenda? seven minutes.
1: I'm sorry. Is this I a you alert? know
2: you know you know what I'm gonna be. I'm 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 feeling like I'm feeling like Triple H. You know that one time where he came out with the Monday Night Monday night Raw shirt that was where I ripped that shit up and it was a SmackDown blue? I'm wearing oh. a Tank shirt right now underneath, bro. <laughs> I was about to say, you That's,
1: you marrying into the Dolan family, brother? I was about to say, like we about to celebrate? Popping bottles?
2: No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in it for the you Tank. Like Triple H? I, yeah, think, no, I, I think it. we're perfectly set up for it now. Our Some of our key role players are not going to be playing for the next couple of weeks. We have the toughest stretch of our schedule coming up, and I think it's an opportunity for our guys to – the young guys to play hard, but we're probably going to lose anyway. And it will make little sense for Randall to still be on the team playing at a high level. So it makes more sense, given the losses, to just trade Randall for some draft capital, for some young some young pieces. I mean, yeah.
1: Like We're all we're, if, we're we're with you. We right? talked yeah. about yeah. this while, I know, I know, I know. But we're going to get a grand streak. conclusion here. Like, no, we're all with you there, bro. Yeah, That's we're not- a
2: four-game <laughs> losing streak. It could easily be 10-game losing streak. That's you know, true,
1: but it's like I, I'm resigned to the fact that this front office—it seems—they're bought into the Randall. I think right now it's just like hope against hope of like
2: because that playing possibility is still there. But if we're, it is it if is. we start losing a dozen in a row or ten in a row, which which is possible, oh,
0: 100%, the narrative. changes. Do you changes.
1: think it's feasible though? Do you even think it's feasible that like even let's say we lose the next let's go let's say it's like we have an eight-game losing streak by the end of next week, right? By the end of this week, whatever. When after the stretch. Do you you really think this front office will even entertain the idea of like uh, moving off Randall, even if he if, if he's still producing, like because he could have a downturn or he could you know God forbid get hurt, but like let's right. say we're losing, he's still producing like he is, he's still putting up all star production, still looking like that guy. I don't think this front office. I can't see it, but like do you honestly? I think, think they'll fire Tibbs. I think, they I
2: think I think they're Randall. more likely to fire Tibbs as well, just because mm. he was in the hot seat earlier this season. If once he once the losing streak goes past five, coach is in the hot seat. And if it goes to eight and we're reaching the all-star break time, when we saw something similar happen a couple of years ago when um, it was a front office, but it's kind of that mid season standpoint where you reflect on what the hell your team is doing and what the goal is for that season. And if the, if after eight games, it looks like the Knicks are not going to make even the play in tournament. They came and sniff that, that, that position or that spot, then there's going to be a move made, whether it's, Start start by trading out your quote unquote best player or firing the coach and at least have an interim head coach there. It has to be one or the other. If if they get gets an eight game losing streak, I'm
1: with you there. I can see that happening. I just don't. I think that's more likely than anything. And I also feel like the front this front office when it comes to trade deadline, if if it has anything to do with a move or like any kind of big move, I feel like they always make their move early. They're not like they don't really like have like a a high like activity like trade deadline they like usually like make a move like a month prior or weeks prior and i feel like right now is around the time frame where that happens so yeah i mean now i'm kind of buying into it if we like go down like a just just tank the next like week or so i mean we're recklessly speculating but i could see Tibbs like being back on the hot seat like why not you know like at this stage fuck it johnny bryant let's get that agenda back going you know
0: I mean, the chances of at least ending the month of January with the eight-game lose streak is, is very high. We already lost four in a row. Next game against the Cavs, then we play the Celtics, then we play the Nets, who don't have KD, but still have been finding ways to win. And then we play the Lakers, which I think is the most winnable game, but they're still putting up fights. You know, they, They're still trying to win. So that, that's what, you could lose eight in a row right there. Then if you manage to lose those eight, you start February with the Heat, Clippers, 76ers, we could be looking at eleven in a row, Let possibly. But yeah. I just
1: remember like, something. Did y'all see like the rumor mill today? Like we're apparently in on Grayson Allen, which like <laughs> oh, one of, I God, fucking hate God, that. I, I, I'm ready to root for a tank if
0: Grayson Allen. But that's is the, the thing. Team. That's like, the type of
1: move you make. Like despite anything, objectively, Grayson Allen fills a role as like a three and D annoying pest kind of role player. AKA, like this team would bring him in to as far as their perspective, they see it that kind of move as making them better, quote unquote. AKA. I'm thinking, like the very fact that that rumor came out today is also indirectly, like, aka, we're not gonna get rid of Tibbs. We're gonna make a move to make the squad better before Tibbs is out of here. So I think this, like, theory might even backfire. We lose the next four, Grayson Allen Town, baby, or, or <laughs> the worse, Great White Hope comes north. For X, or worse, you know, we give we're...
2: up. We give up solid guys to get Reggie Bullock and Serge Ibaka.
1: Is Reggie Bullock on the Bucks now?
2: No, nah, he's. But the, they the they backs, tied. But... They tie the Knicks with, with Reggie again because yep. they they want Tibbs to start. I mean, I, friends, I guess.
1: Sergio Bacca, I feel like, would be a better look than, like, Hartenstein.
2: Well, but what is that I agree. Rotation, but then though, we're going to deal... We're not going to see Obi play ever again. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to happen. We're going to go back to where we were last season, where we're playing about the number of minutes. Oh, at the. No, I yeah.
1: see Jericho play ever again because if, that's like I bet my Baca is a backup five Now He's always he's playing full time four minutes and then Jericho is just back in Westchester. You know?
0: uh, also, just just for Sergei Baca's mental health. I don't want to see one of the Knicks like he's that's at the true. end of his this career. Let him, he deserves let him compete, better. you know, he deserves like better. at the end of the day. But it, it, like it's so weird, man. Grayson Allen, like if you told me that that was Tibbs like illegitimate son, I would believe you. They kind of have like similar personalities. They kind of look the same to me. Who's to say he's not?
2: Maybe like so offensive to Tibbs. God
0: damn! I'm I'm there, and I'm ready to be offensive. (laughs) I'm I'm frustrated, man. I'm preemptively calling the eight game loose streak and Watts just because I said that they're gonna win four in a row. Tibbs is gonna keep his job. (laughs) It's gonna we're gonna go right back to the cycle, man. Oh my!
1: I mean, who's to say that like he isn't Tibbs' illegitimate child, though? What if like? like Tibbs has been like squashing that agenda behind the scenes and like he's only bringing up Grace Allen now. That's what I think. I, th- I think Tibbs still has a familiar connection to Grace Allen and this is what's driving today's horrific news. So
0: does that mean that Ted Cruz and Tibbs are also related?
1: Yeah, they somehow like, you know, did <laughs> fertilize the same egg. And...
0: We're, go- we're going deep in this rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: I don't know. This is the biology of the abomination. I mean, this is what it comes down to. They
0: could all be clones of each other, like some, like you know,
1: just like rejects from like the devil's hell factory of like demons. I mean, (laughs) they weren't good enough to be actual demons in hell. They're just like, all right, y'all, get out of here, defective ass.
0: I don't know. Man. I'm not ready to see a Grayson Allen. Type. And I just also don't think that he's like what the roster needs. Like we're talking about what we need in terms of like uh, what what we should look like in the trade market. And we're talking more like I would say like 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 a scorer off the bench. I see like a Grayson Allen more as like a catch and shoot. You know, like he doesn't really create for himself. I don't really see him like handling the ball at all. Like I I think he.
2: He checks some boxes. I think he's yeah, young enough sure. where he's not. I don't even know what his contract is, but I don't think he, he has a contract that's high that that is that high. But I think the shooting and the defense kind of combination. I think that's why Reggie Bullock was still an interest for the Knicks. They're just kind of looking for that guy who plays three and D just right. to help Tibbs out. But I don't maybe know. That's I don't. I don't.
1: Strategic leaking though. Like maybe just because of Reggie. Like Reggie, we all like Reggie, but it's kind of a, like a mid acquisition. But you prefer Reggie over like Grayson Allen? You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> has played well this
2: season. Out. I feel like he wasn't. He hasn't been playing that well. He has. He I think he's been playing like garbage, honestly.
1: So maybe it would just be like what two seconds for whatever Dallas? Don't we have Dallas's first? Now I want to give. We Dallas have like a right really late, there,
0: yeah. heavily protected first from Dallas. So,
1: but I won't even give that for Reggie. Like no, no disrespect to Reggie, but good guy had a good
2: time in New York, but. Let's, let's I think if the
0: Knicks had in hindsight, I was very happy when the Knicks let go of Reggie considering what happened in the playoffs and how like he got exposed and wasn't very useful. Like the, the fact that he can't dribble or like create his own shot was, was very apparent. But I will say in hindsight, if we had kept him for the next season, I feel like that continuity and that two man game that him and Randall had, it may have benefited both of them, but I could also be wrong. That, that could have been a fluke Reggie Bullock season, the, the seed season. So I'm not, I'm not really putting any anything into it, but I don't know. The Grayson Allen thing, Like, I, I know I don't want to like hinder on this for so long, but it'd be really shitty for the Knicks because like everyone already hates the Knicks. Everyone already hates Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen in a Knicks jersey just sounds like a fucking recipe for disaster. I'll boo like, him. I'll loudly boo
2: <laughs> like, Grayson Allen. I don't every think I've time.
0: ever booed a Knicks player Me neither. besides like, <laughs> Andrea Bargnani and like Alfred Payne, but I think I, I, I would be ready.
1: This is crazy. Not only in the year 2023 are we reliving like the oh Reggie Bullock is great for team chemistry storyline. We're now also entertaining Grayson Allen fucking trade rumor. It's
0: like, the dog days of the NBA.
1: No, it's just like like we have a winning record too. We don't deserve this as a fan base. <laughs> like we come on, like just like big picture here. Think <laughs> about this shit, man. This team got us like in a in a chokehold that bad, but we keep coming back for a fix, man. It's it's horrific.
0: Again, I will say, like, I don't think any of us, these are not moves that we want to make or want, like, are looking forward to at all. I'm very content with sitting on this roster and ideally, if anything, dropping players like moving Randall and moving Randall for the Suns and like maybe acquiring someone like Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, like those types of players. But it just doesn't seem like in the realm of reality, like you talked about, like in terms of. I don't think the front office is going to move from Randall. I see much more likely that they would fire Tibbs, but that doesn't seem in the realm of reality too, unless we go on this twelve-game loose streak, like like we talked about earlier. But
2: Man, unless Randall weird. demands a trade, but I don't even think no, that's that's, that's nah, just no, that's only that. a possibility. But yeah, he once you
1: get a losing streak,
0: hey, especially yeah, with Jalen just... Brunson on the team now, I, I really don't see that happening because they're, they're all buddy buddy. They all like each other like.
1: I mean, I was gonna say like, uh, like can may I introduce you in, like a, a spicy Trey Jay Crowder? You know what I mean? Like he's he's apparently like trying to make power moves behind the scenes to get the fuck out of Phoenix. So like, I have zero. That seems like another Jay. like I, a Knicks ish kind of Nick ish kind of acquisition. I, <laughs> I always
0: liked Jay Crowder, but like like on the Knicks roster, like it, it that feels like we're just moving backwards. You know what I mean? Like that feels like a move that Scott Perry and and. um Steve Mills would make when they were picking up like six power forwards, you know what I mean? Like,
1: no, that just feels like Tibbs. I just feel like Tibbs is a, like grab control of the steering oh, wheel. So if we make a move for that. Jay Crowder, like,
0: we're trying to get younger, man, not older.
1: Anyway, we're ready to move on a list of the week, or uh, we got any more positive vibes here to spread around some joy? Nah,
2: no? I'm with you. Let's keep going. <laughs> Man, this this team,
0: bro. Once Grayson so. Allen entered the, the pod. Entered the chat? <laughs> nah. It like, just
1: went down. I was just inject my veins with depression, like the purest element of depression. I'm
2: going to sit out the rest of the season if we if we trade for Grayson. I'm not going to no game. None of that. They're not, they're not taking my money for that. It's it's
1: doing a hard. hunger strike. I won't feed myself <laughs> Knicks content anymore. Food? Yeah. I could Knicks content?
0: 100% no. see this going the other way. Grayson Allen becomes the most beloved Knicks since like, <laughs> Steve. He does like yeah, a whole
2: goes, press tour and like apologizes for everything in the past.
0: That make it like, really
1: even nastier. Like, the Knicks are responsible for the Grace now and then like face turn the fuck out of here. I don't he, want to be privy to that disgusting garbage Novak
0: reincarnation. Like, everyone loves Steve Novak. He just got to do that. He was a you know, good the... dude.
2: He was so nice.
0: Such
1: Novak guy. Yeah. He was not
0: like,
2: kicking motherfuckers down every game.
0: <laughs> By the way, Steve Novak does call games for the Bucks. So, full yeah. circle. Oh,
2: it's, it's a good one. i do
0: a full like circle here.
1: <laughs> I was gonna make a Dave Chappelle racial draft joke, but that's not the time or place right now. Great show, by the way. Um, shitless, yeah, right? No, or yeah. Who we got on this week's uh, on on the shitter this week?
2: Well, I mean, we weren't really feeling a champ of the week, especially after this week. So instead of doing a champ of the week and a shitless of the week, we're just gonna have two nominees for shitless of the week, right? And. The first one, I think, Nafi, that was your, uh, your oh. main nominee.
1: because yeah, we over here dual wielding some turds, right? You See the two mm. two shitless nominees. You see, because a turd is a all right? Um, I'm going with Shannon Sharp because, and this is not as timely as it should be, just because today he apparently put on an apology, like like which, from what I could tell, apparently folks did dig that, like he did take accountability. So I do respect that, right? I respect any man that owns up to that kind of shit. But doesn't change the fact that it happened. This man, Shannon Sharpe, is a pro football, pro football Hall of Famer. He has a gold jacket in his closet. You know what I mean? And he's over here, like, getting into shenanigans and, like, fighting to defend LeBron's honor against, like, motherfuckers, like, half his age that play for the other team. You know what I mean? Like, just relax. You know what I mean? It's a, just enjoy the game. And then, like, he was apparently like, oh, they don't want to smoke with me. I was like, yeah, I don't think anybody does. You, you're a retired NFL player. Just like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, take that energy out and run, skip. Like, but yeah, that's that's my little rant on him. I mean, I will also
0: say on top of that, like Shannon Sharp looked like he could be in the NFL today. So I don't think, you know, like nobody does. Objectively speaking,
1: he probably would have folded Dylan Brooks like laundry, but I'm just saying it shouldn't get to that.
0: Yeah, like especially for someone who's so media trained, like like not even just media trained now, like media trained since days of the NFL, whose brother played in the NFL. So you have an idea of media training was like one of the greats in the NFL. So like he's been like groomed into like this media lifestyle and now works with. He works with the biggest toddler think, in TV media. Like, so I don't nature, understand why he like.
1: Him, Skip, he's got to defend LeBron's honor and he like completely became unhinged. like a LeBron mascot in recent years. So he just like completely bought into that fuel and like filled with adrenaline and who's, in maybe, who's to say maybe had a drink or two who's to say? You know what I mean? But like he just got caught up in all that and he just went ham but or, now that I think about it, maybe this is all just guerrilla mar- marketing from Fox Sports. Like, you just set this up so that Skip can, like, roast him about it on Undisputed. You know, you know because I mean? we didn't give a,
0: a People's Champ of the Week, I might have to give it a Shannon's Cardigan, bro. That shit was kind of fire. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> go lie. That shit was kind of drippy. <laughs> like, I
1: dig it. I dig it. It probably cost, like, $8 billion it, to think
0: JJ Reddick talked about it. it was like, literally, like, eight cheese, Like, $8,000. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, like, Tommy... No, no, not Tommy. I think it's Ralph Lauren's son. Hillfinger? No, no, He'd Ralph Lauren's back? son made it or something. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: I was about, about to say if, if Big Tommy's making a comeback, I might need to get on that Shannon wave. Come on now. Tommy Hillfiger oh. held us down back in the day. Anyway. Talk
2: about us? Like the,
1: just us Bengali people. Us Bengali? Yeah, oh, I yeah, all yeah, my uncles sure, have fucking sure. Tommy Hilfiger jackets. Oh, yeah, bro. that's
0: facts. Tommy Hillfiger and Ralph Lauren held down ETH for brown people from Macy's with coupons to so this day. To to this this day.
2: This day. And, and then I they bought us a champion And then we got jumped for wearing champion And now it's it's the it's craze crazy,
1: right? It's so. crazy
0: Now you have to pay $50 for a champion hoodie SMH <laughs>
2: She was like
1: $15 And you get I roasted no. with it too exactly. You get some That's light roasting with your $15 purchase Now it's just like, oh 50 likes, get out of here
0: I'm out
1: Get off our lawn <laughs> All right, who you, who else do we have on the shit list this week? Um was well, it our mayor? Are we are we going there?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, if, if I could, I would put Eric Adams on the shit list every single week. But Fair. I mean, this week Fair. specifically, we had to find someone to blame the Giants loss on, and I definitely pick Eric Adams for showing up to the, he was game. In the building, fake ass Giants fan repent. That that was very frustrating to see, but I feel like it's not a legitimate reason to put someone on this shit list. So we'll It's 100%
1: it. legitimate. The stench <laughs> of Eric Adams' existence, bro. That shit wafted its way through the crowd into the field. It went to Daniel Jones' eye. He lost his contact. It's because of fucking Eric Adams' smells like shit because he is pure. That, that
0: might just be the city of Philly. I go lie. Hey, that, actually, that, yo,
2: fight <laughs> speaking facts, that's a factual oh, statement. I was <laughs> ready to go full Bill
0: Burr on Philly after that game, man. Don't even get me started, bro. But I'll give you a more legitimate. yeah maybe
1: be reason. mad at it though. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I know Nick Sirianni. He could probably be on this list, but like out of respect, he's not. Just because, like, you know what? We earned that, like, that, 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 that amount of like showbone on our on our end. But yeah, uh, Eric Adams, yeah, most definitely. The, the legitimate
0: inclusive. reason I'll give for Eric Adams is uh, he unfortunately, as an ex-cop, uh, he he greenlit the sort of like use of facial recognition surveillance outside Mm. of the historic Apollo theater, which is like after, after a Drake concert, uh, which is like a a known historic, uh, like black artists commonly go there, black, black people go there to, to, you know, enjoy concerts and whatnot. And it's so frustrating to see that the use of facial recognition by NYPD green greenlit by Eric Adams. And, you know, people are just trying to go out, enjoy a concert and whatnot.
2: yeah just feels extremely feels extremely targeted obviously there's a lot of reports for madison square garden and we could touch on a little bit just 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 for those who don't know it's like they, they have a system where if you basically any person that checks in they their face is already included in a scan or their face is scanned and it's included in a system so if you're if you're ever uh, someone who got kicked out of a game or something like that, you're permanently banned or whatever, then the moment you try to go to another game, they'll find you within seconds. And they basically, the the main case is like this lawyer who was involved in a litigation against mass square guard. She's not even involved. It's, it's her, it's her law firm that's involved because she's in that law firm. She wasn't allowed to go to this live concert for like to see Mariah Carey or some shit, but it's crazy, bro. Like the, like where this tech can go. Like,
1: this is like, like, This obviously excluding Eric Adams, but like, hey, I mean, when you own the building, do you do owner owner things, right? So, but with Eric Adams, though, that in itself, like, he has no ownership over the Apollo. That's just like also using the taxpayers'
0: money to continue like this type of like. It's just like at this point, the behavior has gone too far because we don't even know what type of like the facial recognition if it's even valid to actually get someone's face properly. Like, we could be misidentifying people, ruining someone's night basically based on on bullshit it, it's, it's it's beyond first Yo, and they right.
2: weren't even being low-key about it they were standing right you saw that you saw that video you yeah saw the, like that dude looked fucking smug as fuck it, it, just smiling and recording everyone was walking his out of the was
1: weak, bro. He's like he oh. had a shit eating like shit eating grin on his face like get out of here
0: bro I swear I've seen Eric Adams at more fashion shows and like concerts than like actual press conferences and like legitimate ah, I don't want to get into it <laughs>
1: What happened to ribbon cutting ceremonies? That's where mayors should be. Back in my day, that's what all a mayor was good for. It's like those like photo ops. This man is everywhere now. I don't need to see
0: this. No, man. but that's the
2: problem. He just keeps doing photo ops, and now I guess now he's trying, and now he's making it worse. Like that's all he's. He go to the club. That's that's all. I he think was I've good seen for. French
0: Montana do more for the city of New York than Eric. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact. Come like, on,
1: now. French holds like, it down. Come on, now.
0: like. <laughs> it's it, for it. shit. Up for sure. <laughs>
1: All right, so no champ of the week, right? So I guess no, definitely not two, two shitless
2: of the week, and I, I guess I guess we could talk about the third one, right? We had a third nomination for shitless of the week. Uh, what's what's this dude's name? It's, no one's even sure what his real name is, but um, he goes by the name of George Santos. This motherfucker got O.D. lies up on his list. It's crazy. <laughs> I was looking up, I was looking up the list of all his potential lies, and it starts off with his name, like no one. Like there's a possibility that George Sandals might not be even his name is Robbie from New Girl looking motherfucker. i <laughs> looking up real quick. I don't
1: think he's like a social experiment. Like I feel like he was just dropped into our lives and existence, he's out the clear blue sky. And I feel like there's a purpose here. Yeah, I just don't get what it is. Like
0: he might just be like chat gpt personified into like human form, and like you know, like, he's like AI to test the market. Yeah,
1: is, he, is, is, is Elon's doing? Is what you think? Allegedly. He,
0: he could just be Elon. It could just yeah, be Elon taking another form, man. Neurolith, I don't even know what's I'm just uh. throwing, I'm just throwing buzzwords out at this point, man. I have no idea what I'm talking about.
2: He's just I malfunctioning. Could I
1: could day yeah, shit, man.
2: Like his his name wasn't always George Santos. Um, he has aliases, dude has multiple what the fuck? <laughs> this is crazy. Um, and then he talks about his his grandparents who are Holocaust survivors, which isn't the case. And I think he said. His grandma died on 9-11, or his mother died on nine eleven. She did come to America way. until 2003. And um, she was the first female exec at a major financial institution, which is also false. And that. he completely made up how he paid for his campaign. And the list goes on and on and on. And he's still a legal, quote-unquote, legal representative for, for Congress. So that's some wild shit. So I think George
0: name. Santos himself just embodies a shit list. Like, he is the shitless, You know
1: what I mean? Like, that would imply that he has a concept of shame. And the way he's been moving, I don't think this man has any any inkling of what factual. shame is or what it, what it could be.
2: And he also swindled a homeless veteran for a sick dog. And I don't mean to laugh. It's just, it's, it's insanity that he did that. He stole $3,000 from this guy. He created a fake GoFundMe saying that's for this guy's sick dog. And the dog passed away, unfortunately. And he just kept the money, never gave it to the guy. The guy went on CNN like a week ago.
1: Oh my god. At this rate he might be president in like 4 years. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, I mean. This is just him taking like the 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 big orange bastard's theory and turning it up a notch. He's like, "Ah, that motherfucker had money and he was a fraud. What if I come from nothing and just go full fraud?" Boom. We got George uh, Lopez Santos or whatever his name is. Social experiment, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's just like it's so flagrant. You know what I mean? I feel like back in our day when we was kids, even we didn't know shit about politics. It's like there was an effort to at least like these motherfuckers to like try to be evasive in their lies.
2: <laughs> I don't know. They, back in the day, they had some class. These frauds. It's fucking. At least they lied to a suit. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah man. Just said
1: broads. Hold up, now. <laughs>
2: wow. Hey, man. We don't.
1: We That's don't do crazy. that here. You should leave
2: now. <laughs> no, just right, uh, should leave. All right. This yeah, this was yeah. a not a usual episode. I mean, usually we have more to talk about for the Knicks, but like this is, pure it, this dog is what days happens of NBA. when they just suck yeah, this is this is what happens when they suck the energy right out of you when they pure just have to be That's what it is. But what we what we do know is that trade season is basically here. It's gonna pick up real quick, real fast. Um, I'll be at the Cavs game tomorrow. Hopefully they they come with the W.
1: Yo, real quick before we sign off, quick shout out. You know what I mean? Just so we end on a positive note. Shout out to our guy Sid. Had his birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our guy, to many more. You know what I mean? And we got big things cooking for for what we're about to do with Sid. Keep yes, that sir. under wraps for now. You know what I mean? But yeah, shout out, Sid.
0: Happy birthday, my guy. Okay. Yeah, I'll for a little bit. My fault.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's the end of this podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NickishNYC and follow us on all podcasting platforms Spotify, Apple, you name it. Give us that five star review and check out our website, nickish.com. We got crewnecks, hoodies, snapbacks, dad hats, all ready for you to cop and wear to your next Knicks game or just wear out. And we got plenty more on the way. So next time, take care. Peace. Peace.
0: Peace.